want a piece of me? Do I feel like Well, do you, Bunk? Good morning, Vietnam! I love the smell of red pump in the morning. You're gonna need a bigger boat. I feel the need. The need for speed. I wish I knew how to quit you. Love means never having to say you're sorry. You do! You'll shoot your eye out, kid. What's up? Happy Monday, moviegoers. Welcome to another brand new edition of the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Juan, and I'm joined with Craig. Craig is uh, in the middle of some, uh, actually, some My duty, some, some work duty. So I'm off work duty. I just had some co-worker needed something. So. Off work duty. You know, I couldn't tell that you're at work because uh, the background still resembles the same mediocre college team. And uh, whoa, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Women's College World Series. <laughs> <clears throat> wow, you've entered that point of OU football where you have to start. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> this has been at least since 2010. So I don't want to hear that. I have been there, stuck by their sides. Rooted along the way. What, what, what are you drinking? You just drinking some water? Nothing, uh, nothing to keep you going. A little Red Bull. Well, uh, it is a. Uh, it's you know, it's been a weekend. It's been a, it's been a long week, but it feels like it, it feels like we didn't even talk about something last week. Um, last week we talked about all quiet on the Western Front. You can visit that episode anywhere, anytime. You listen to podcasts. Just check out. Uh, the social media, all of our links are right there on social media, facebook.com, Cinnamon Movie Podcast, Instagram, Twitter, email, uh, email us. We'll, we'll get into the email bag next week. A new top five will be announced next week and some recent watches. Um, but today we are talking all about Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Um, Craig, it was just us that went to go see it. Um, so if you guys have not seen this movie yet, Spoiler heavy. Um, spoiler heavy. Spoiler heavy. We're going to get into it. But honestly, can you really say that Like when we talk about this movie, I don't think there was anything really groundbreaking that was like, oh, no, you have to keep that like a big hush. Kind of like No Way Home, you know, you had the Tobey Maguire and stuff. I didn't feel like I, there was anything like that in this movie. Uh, I mean, I feel like the very ending is because, like mm. I said, I, I didn't know it was it is what it is. <clears throat> and again, again, spoiler heavy, so I'm going to go ahead and reveal it. Um, give you some time to cut it off. I didn't know it was a two-parter. Me neither. When it when it cut off and it said it will continue or it will return, I I was up. The people next to me were super upset. Yeah, I was people... upset because I was so invested in that film and I was expecting a conclusion. And All you just... heard, yeah. My theater, my theater wasn't packed. Granted, I did go on a Saturday morning at like noon, but like it wasn't packed at all. But the people that were in there were really upset. You could just hear the gasp let out whenever it said to be continued. Yeah, yeah, and, and, like, and I, I feel like I know people were comparing it to Infinity War, and even in Infinity War, I feel like you had somewhat of a conclusion because at that point Thanos had won. He had wiped out half the population. He did exactly what he said he was going to do. So before, before, before it was essentially over, 
and Endgame is just kind of them coming back and, and trying to fix what he did. So, so hold so, on, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you why why it's being compared to Infinity War. But before we get started, uh, we're talking about across the Spider Verse. Um, had a hundred million dollar budget. Right now, it's grossing over a little at two hundred and ten million dollars at the box office with a June second release. Um, IMDb has this at a nine point one. Rotten Tomatoes at ninety five percent. Uh, the Google users like it at 97%. Um, after reuniting with Gwen Stacy, Brooklyn's full-time friendly neighborhood Spider-Man is captured across the multiverse where he encounters a team of Spider-People charged with protecting its very existence. However, when the heroes clash on how to handle, handle that new threat, Miles finds himself pitted against other Spiders. He must soon redefine what it means to be heroes so he can save the people he loves the most. Haley Steinfeld, Shamik Moore, Oscar Isaac, Daniel Kaluuya, Jake Johnson. Um, but let's get into it. Why, why, why do you think that this is why, – or why should this be compared to Infinity War? I don't think it deserves to be. The only reason it's being compared to Infinity War is because it's the – it might be the only um, Marvel movie movie that was essentially considered two parts. Um, and with this one ending the way it did, you know, it's, it's essentially going to be a two part film um, across the Spider-Verse and then beyond the Spider-Verse. And so that's, that's really why whoever I was talking to kind of considered it. This is, this has been done for years though, right? Like this, this movie just got released late because of COVID, right? Wasn't it done in 2020? I think it was 2019. Um, I think it was December 2019. Mm-mm, December 2018. So is there even a release date penciled for Beyond the Spider-Verse? There's not. And that's one of the biggest things is, like I said, we waited five Four and a half years between this one and the last one. Um, I bet they were, if it wasn't for COVID, I bet they were supposed to come out every year after each other. 2019, 2020. It, I, think, I think they had left it alone as the original. I don't think there was anything stim, like they didn't have plans. They might have left it open, but there was no plans for it. So I think they probably were going to go into 2020 after they saw the success of the first one and had plans, and then COVID probably shut it down, and they picked it back up probably late 2021, and then finished here lately, uh, recently. So I wouldn't be as upset if they had um, a release date. Like, if they were like, uh, Miles will return beyond the Spider-Verse June 6, 2024, I would have been like, okay, let's do this. And, And that's one of the bigger things with Infinity War is, Again, you were left with a movie that felt like it was its own thing, and Endgame was just kind of adding on to it. But you also knew the exact release date of Endgame, like two weeks after. I I kind of I kind of felt some letdown, maybe because it had been five years, maybe because there was so much hype around the first one. So this one was like the same thing, you know, all the hype. But I felt like it was way too long. Like, there was times in the movie where it did feel like it was two hours and 20 minutes to where, you know, I don't know if, I don't know if an, an animation movie should be that long. Um, but I definitely lost interest at some points during the movie. Um, 
I'm not going to say I lost interest. I did. It did feel long at points, but I was, they did a very good job of making you invested in the story, bringing up point after point that kind of reinvigorated your interest in the film. There was a lot of information given in the first like 15 minutes. A lot of information. And I like how they kept sprinkling it in towards the end where it was like, um, you know, he's the only one that wasn't a part of the whole Spider-Verse because his he wasn't actually supposed to be Spider. I, I thoroughly enjoyed their entire explanation. And it was a quick, not, not I'm not going to say quick, but they gave you the explanation and you were like, okay, that's exactly where we are. Let's keep going. There was no, okay, well, why is this? Why is that? It was, it so, was done very well. It was told very well. So... Did you going back to it? Did you like the idea of there's kind of multiple villains in this, or like what did you who do who do you think is the main villain? Is it going to be the the reveal at the end, or is it going to be the I keep wanting to call him the polka dot man, but it's not the polka dot man. It's it's spot spot, um, which kind of he kind of reminded me of Venom just a little bit. So honestly, I, we had been kind of hearing things of the Sinister Six, and we kept thinking it was going to be in Venom. I think, you know, they kind of teased it on the the TV when he's in Uncle Aaron's apartment that, you know, the Sinister Six is doing this, and then uh, Miles comes out to be Prowler. I I really think this next film might involve Spot and the Sinister Six, as well as, you know, he, he there may be a conclusion where the rest of the Spider-Men aside from Spider-Man 2099, which is played by Oscar Isaac, come to realize that, you know, we can make changes, we can do this, this, and this, and we can still work together to create. We, we can save everybody is essentially what I'm getting at. And so they might have a majority of them fight like the Sinister Six or a bunch of other villains. And again, I said this back with the first one. I, I think... Spider-Man as an animated movie is done so much more justice because it is animated. You can do things that you can't do in, you know, real life movies. And speaking of live action, what did you think of them teasing like a live action crossover so many times in this movie? They teased it with, with uh, the Prowler from Homecoming Yep. They teased it with little scenes from all the other Spider-Mans with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Yep. It's like, and then they even teased it when they were talking about Doctor Strange and that other little dork. You know, they mentioned they Tom Holland, Bill, uh, Venom, yeah, you know, the uh, Pasture Lady, yeah, Miss Chow, right? Um, I, I just, I, I think Marvel opened the gate for the Spider Verse or for like, well, so the first one kind of opened the door. For the multiverse and then marvel was like oh yeah we're taking over multiverse it is boom 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 and i think this is keeping it subtle it's keeping it within its own um kind of system which is what i talked about before with other things like if you can keep spider-man in its own system he has more than enough villains and story to tell and i think that this version of spider-man is doing a really good job with it you have the Spider-Man 2 video game coming out on the PS5 later this year. Um, and I, I just think Spider-Man and the Miles Morales version of Spider-Man are all... I, the cohesiveness of this story and universe is is 
it's performing well. And, and I think we're going to continue to ride that wave into beyond the, the Spider-Verse. Um, what did you think of some of the, uh, some of the extra, extra introduction scenes of some different, different versions of the Spider-Man? You know, you got all different versions popping up in this one. Essentially, you had some of the fantastic um, Spider-Man from the 60s and the, the animated cartoon. I'm, everybody was waiting for the animated version of Peter Parker and that Spider-Man from like the 90s. I don't yeah. think you really saw him in this one, but everybody's like, oh, it's an animated movie. When can we see that animated version of Peter Parker? I think you see him just for a little bit when they're kind of going through the whole town of the headquarters. Um, I enjoyed the Spider-Man meme when they're like, get Peter Parker. And they're like, this Peter Parker, you know, they're doing that whole bit. Um, no, I, I, I don't know exactly the character's name, but the, the pregnant girl on the bike, I think that is a good, it strays away from what we think of as Spider-Man, young, athletic, um, you know, sort of in the younger years of their life. But I mean, she's probably in her thirties. She's having a kid. She's pregnant. You know, it adds diversity to it. Um, and, and all these characters are just Oscar Isaac's character as Spider-Man 2099 was as good as I thought it was going to be. I mean, he was a, a legit character. He played, you know, he, he kind of had that, I'm trying to do what's good, but I also know I have to be the, I have to step my foot down to, to maintain the realities. Uh, it, it was a good character to have, like, very good contrast with him. And Oscar Isaac played it. His voice acting played it perfectly. You also got, uh, he. I don't think he was in the last one. Um, no, he was. Oscar Isaac wasn't in the last one. That's who he was at the very end. He, I wanted to bring up the uh, spot. Yeah, spot was funny. I knew the voice sounded familiar, but it was Jason Schwartzman. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know where the because I know Donald Glover was more than just a tease. I really do feel that way. Do you think I'm leaning too much on him being in the movie, or do you think it was just one of those cameos? He won't be back. He was to me. To me, he was the biggest cameo, and nobody seems to be talking about him. Because I really do think that they're about to cross over into live action. Yeah, I, and remember, I, I kind of talked about that. You brought that up last week. Where yeah. I was like, I think they're they're working their way into a live action Miles Morales. It'd be different um, if it'd be different if they had somebody else, but they specifically show showed Donald Glover from the Tom Holland Spider Man movies, which there's rumor that he Tom Holland's coming back for a fourth movie. I, I think I think the biggest reason people aren't talking about it is because he was he was a subtle placement in the first Spider Man for Tom Holland. You know, he 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 shows up, he's there, he kind of puts his arm on the hood of the, the, the trunk of the car and he, he goes away. Right. Some people know, like if you dig in deep enough, some people know that that's the prowler, but which also means that there's a miles Morales in Tom Holland's universe, right? It, it, it theoretically it should, because he, in the, in this movie, they specifically say that the miles in this movie is the only one that wasn't supposed to be miles Morales. That which, means in, that means in Tom Holland's universe, there's a Spider-Gwen, there's a 
of miles. Uh, theoretically, there should be. Um, Do you think that's why at the end of No Way Home you you have your send offs to MJ and Ned because you know now he's going to college and he's probably about to meet maybe one of those two. It's a possibility. I mean, do we? Is there a Gwen Stacy and Tom Holland's? Not yet. She hasn't been introduced. The only Gwen Stacy that was live action was Andrew Garfield, and she she's dead. Yeah, she did. Um, I don't think Zendaya is coming back for the, the next one. I don't think uh, old dude's coming back that plays Ned. I, I think yeah, I think that really was a, a reboot, but yet slash he's moving forward with characters. Yeah. <clears throat> No, I mean, it's, you never know. Um, you know, I'm not going to put anything past Marvel or Sony at this point. I think I think that crossover is inevitable. I think after seeing what you see in this movie with them showing so much of Marvel, adding the Sony Venom. What do you uh, think would happen first? Do you think you would see a, a live-action Miles Morales in the Tom Holland movie first, or do you think you'll see the animated Avengers or some uh, um, animated MCU characters into the Spider-Verse movie? Or would they like do some uh, Roger Rabbit shit where they have live action and animation in the same movie? I mean, this movie kind of was Roger Rabbit-ish. Um, I think I think they find a live action Miles before anything. Um, it's, it's, I'm not going to say inevitable, um, but with the recent success of Miles Morales, as far as a movie, the video game, you you would be mistaken to believe that Sony's Sony and Marvel's not going to put their hand in that basket. Do you think they get Shamik Moore to come and play live action, or do you think they find somebody else? To be honest, I, I um... he's been in some some live action stuff. Recently, with the uh, Samaritan, which is the uh, Sylvester Stallone movie, he said Shamik Moore. Yeah, he was also in Dope in 2015. Um, no, I don't. I don't think he fits the Miles look. Um, there was somebody else who. They showed, and that was like a possibility of a casting, and, and uh, that guy looked much more like what I would imagine Miles to to be. Um, I can't remember his name, but yeah, I, like I said, I, I do think a live action Miles is more prominent than than putting Avengers in, in that. You also got a lot more. Uh... Gwen Stacy in this movie. What'd you think of the Gwen Stacy story? <sighs> too much, too little. I didn't even realize Andy Samberg was in this. That's funny. Yeah, I mean That's that's where I meant I don't have any gripes on this movie other than it felt two twenty. And I mean, for so many people saying that they really enjoyed it and it was just as good as the first one. I mean, if it was just as good as the first one, I don't think I would be sitting there twiddling my thumbs. I also uh... no, I think the first one was a breath of fresh air. I think I think the first one you were in, you were out, you got a good story, you got good characters. It was new, um, and this I think I'm gonna, you know, put this in the realm of 
all of the other part oneers, where part one is is mainly just there to kind of set the tail of the tape, lay the characters, lay the storyline out. Like a Halloween two kills kind of thing. Part two comes out, and that's when you really get the meat and the potatoes. It goes by quick because there's a lot of action. Which I mean, there was still a lot of action in this one. You, you I mean, you went and met tons of different versions of Spider-Man. You met the guy. Um, I can't remember the the town name, but um, he was like the Indian uh, Spider-Man that had like the the yo-yo things, like. Just overall, very good distinctions of characters and and format of where they're from, how they got there. The spot character was was I don't know how much of a part he plays in the comic books. Uh, I'm not I don't I haven't dove into the comic book realm of Spider-Man, um, but him being able to go into the reactor and build himself out self up to just be this. multiversal portal where he can time warp whenever he wants is i mean it's it kind of sucks because you put the infinity stones to to shame and you do all this stuff and it's just because that was an accident but um i mean infinity stones were a shame and and loki when they were in a drawer but um yeah it was just it's cool to see how they're showing different ways that the multiverse can actually exist. Yeah. Um, they kept talking to Miles Morales too about getting him a new suit. He also got introduced to like the, the watches in this movie that, that stopped the, uh, stopped them from glitching, which I thought mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Cause they didn't, they didn't really explain why he was glitching in the first one. Did they? But th- now this one kind of makes sense because the spider that bit him wasn't a part of his universe, mm-hmm. which is which is pretty good. And the whole twist of him being sent back to another universe that wasn't like that. It, it's that's an ingenious way of tilting everything that you thought was going on on its head and continuing to play that storyline out where he goes to the separate different universe where his dad actually did become chief. He did die. He becomes a prowler because he got upset. You know, it's it's like I agree with you. Yes, there were times where you're like, man, this movie feels long. But the way that they executed the story for this movie. And the the ending, like going towards the ending when when you know he's in that different universe and you know the the score and the music was so like frightening. It almost went up on the chain. You thought yeah. Uncle Aaron was the prowler again, like he was in his universe. It actually, becomes Miles. I and knew something was gonna ch- was was weird whenever he asked. Yeah. yeah, I knew when he asked what happened to your dreads. Yeah, I, I thought the Miles in that universe was dead, and then he was gonna take him back to his apartment, and the prowler was gonna be like, you know, time up, be like, who are you? What are you doing here? My my nephew's dead. At first, um, I, I thought when he saw that his dad was already dead, I thought his dad was going to be the prowler. Oh, like faked his own death kind of yeah. thing because his son died or something? Yeah. That, hey, that would be, you know, that would be something. But again, I don't know how much inspiration they took from comics. I think the Miles Morales storyline is fairly new. Like they've they've kind of implemented it in the last 20 or so years. Um, 
but yeah, I mean the the just going back through the the headquarters of Spider-Man, you get to see the the one on the horse oh, where yeah, the horse cool. is wearing the Spider-Man mask and he's the horse is upside down and um I wonder where the spy, where the horse shoots his web from. Uh, it was just it was it was a fun ride for me the entire time. I, I, I like I said it it felt long, but it's not one of those movies where it was like this is so long I wanted to end. Oh no no no! I, I I didn't feel that either. I just felt that I didn't. I just felt some. Uh, I was like, man, this has got some some length to it. Yeah, and I mean. <laughs> Which it makes sense now that it's a two-parter. Yes. It, it makes sense that it was this long too. Like if you go back and rewatch it, and you're probably like, "Okay, this is a two-parter. Let me gather the information that's in this movie." It probably won't feel as long because right. you know where the end is. But not knowing where the end was, and with it feeling like there was so much more that was left to be resolved. You're like, man, this is taking forever. There's still this much more, but knowing where that cutoff is, I think, I think um, the rewatch of this will be pretty good. Speaking of rewatch, do you have any desire to go rewatch it soon, or do you think you might wait for the Disney Plus or Blu-ray? I've I've had thoughts to go back and rewatch it. Um, this Thursday, I'm going to watch Transformers. I don't know if I'll do it that Thursday. Or the Thursday after when I go see Flash, like leave a little bit early, go see one at like three o'clock, go see Flash after. Um, oh, but yeah. I do want to re-see it. I, I do like these movies are up there for me, man. Like they've done such a good job with these Spider-Man movies. I think you know people say like online they're like, oh, these are the best movies, best Spider-Man movies, blah blah. blah. Like no, I, I think they rival some of the best MCU films. Like they they have the setup to be the perfect trilogy of superhero films. This is really high for for an animation movie. Not only high, but it's also high for a comic book animation movie. So we'll see. I mean, these are the and, and these numbers are really going through the roof as far as box office goes. Yeah. Um, Nine point one, uh, yeah, ninety five percent. They're they're all really really high. So, and, and you know that. It's weird because that was the biggest thing that kind of kept me from wanting to see it the first time around, the the first movie. And then eventually I was by myself. I think it was I took a day off for my birthday, went and watched it. And I was like, man, this animation, I don't know if I'm gonna like it. And now it's just so unique to this film. There is some parts where the colors are very too vibrant and kind of mixed together, but it has a look of its own. It has a feel of its own. The score, the soundtrack, it's just like, when if you ever see another movie like this, you're going to be like, they took influence from Spider-Verse. Speaking of the animation, I wanted to ask you about the Ninja Turtles movie because it looks like it pretty much took the entire paint idea yeah. of Into the... Do you have any desire to go see that? I'm not a Ninja Turtle guy. I wish I was. I think the concept is cool. Um, I've just never... I don't own any Ninja Turtle merch. I've never went and purposely bought a game. I don't have a movie. It's just not 
not my thing. We're going to dedicate a whole month to just some of those movies. <laughs> You're going to be a Ninja Turtle fan. Right? No, you know, I was thinking about like not doing a 24 month and I really interested in this new movie. We might go, we might go Ninja do, Turtles? yeah, we might go do another animated movie. It just, it looks different. It looks unique. And I, I like the way how it looks as far as, uh, it looks just like into the Spider-Verse as far as the animation goes. Yeah. Um, and who knows, maybe once I watch it, you know, it could be just like the first Spider-Man where the animation kind of catches on midway or, you know, first 15, 20 minutes. And I'm like, okay, I can do this. And then the story's really good. Um, I think, I think Seth Rogen's doing this one. Yeah. The thing that's – so the turtles get high after – before they eat the pizza. That's, that's how that works. And I hope one of them laughs like Seth Rogen. Going back to Spider-Man, do, do you think uh, – you think the next one – I thought this was going to be an overload of villains – but like you said, a mentioning of the Sinister Six, I think the next one is just going to be an overload of like different kind of villains. Um, it could be. Uh, I mean, you get the. I mean, we didn't even talk about the opening scene. Uh, I mean, you get Vulture in the opening scene, um, which I thought his version was was pretty genius. I mean, it was it's like from the nineteen hundreds. Nineteen hundreds. His wings and everything were made of like paper. Uh, they could get burnt, but he and I like how they had little boxes that gave definitions of what they were talking about. Because sometimes you have these words in comic books, and they have little things where it's like, you know, this is what this is. But it's hey, he was able to pull wings out, and it's like an infinite storage of of something, and that's why he could keep pulling out wings because there's an infinite storage. And the the whole thing where his mask dropped down, and that's how he was able to breathe fire. It, it was. You know, the, the Michael Keaton vulture is, it's cool. It was live action. You know, they Updated. did the best they could. But when you're able to do comic book stuff, you can just, you can't, not comic book, but animated. <clears throat> you can do so much more in the animated, and it's so much more true to what you can actually put to screen. Yeah. And that's why, like, these movies, I feel like, are just so much more. <sighs> it's not It's not a cartoon. It's not live action. It's right there in the middle. It's comic booky. It has a comic book feel. So you're, it's like you're watching an actual comic book, and just the the whole feel of the film. It's like you're going through a comic book and you're getting everything you want. And I think they they nailed the style. It's pretty 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 good. I also like how they introduced uh, and talked about Gwen Stacy's Peter's death. Mm-hmm. With him becoming the the the, the, the uh, lizard, the lizard. Yeah, I was about to call him the gecko. Yeah, and I mean, like you could go through that and and figure, you know, okay, so if this Peter turned out to be um, the lizard, that means this Peter's gwen could turn out to be something else you know what i mean like there's so many variants that could happen it was almost like the adam sandler turkey song peter for you peter for me you know i don't know (laughs) adley likes that song though they sang it in school for thanksgiving hey and i know this is way off topic but i've been talking about it for years on this show little nikki is finally getting a blu-ray release 
Is it? Yeah, this 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 September. That'd be interesting. So it's a little uh, twenty three years too late, but I guess not better better time than now. Twenty three years. Yep. Movie came out in two thousand. That's hard um, to believe. That's how old something is that came out in two thousand. So we'll kind of mention the, the ending again, and then we'll, we'll talk about some of our favorite scenes. You know, the the ending. Miles Morales looks at Miles Morales as the Prowler. Um, to be continued. Uh, well, no, not just that. You get the whole reintroduction of all of the Spider-Man from the first movie because you don't get to see Spider-Ham, Spider-Noir, um, the the Japanese one with the big robot. That's true. Um, you don't get to see any of them throughout this movie uh, until the very end when Spider-Gwen's like, I got some friends of my own. Um, and, and I thought that whole concept was cool. How, but at the same time, it's like, shouldn't they have been at headquarters? You know, shouldn't they have known about this whole thing? Maybe um, I mean, they did say some of them didn't get invited to that spider, spider city. You know, maybe some of them. It could be all the ones that are in the, the circle for they're the rejects. Yeah. No Nicholas Cage voice though. In this one, I mean, I would assume we get it in the third one. But man, I'm just there. There was like so much to to divulge in and to to register and get that it's hard to kind of go back and remember some of the stuff. I thought the girl that was kind of in control of sending people back to their realities was doing everything through an augmented reality headset back where she was. Um, The scene where they, uh, you know, they, they're talking. How about the scenes where they're talking to Miles about his dad has to die, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "What if you could go back and save Uncle Ben, or your Uncle Ben, you know, or your Peter?" Like that was a pretty, pretty, pretty powerful. powerful. Thing. Yeah. yeah, and um, you know, because all of them are like, you know, they, what, they want to, but at the same time, they're like, "We have to follow this path so that nothing breaks down," because they, they, I mean, I think they actually showed like a planet being depleted. That was because that was, of that. That was the city that there was no Spider-Man, and that was where Miles was the Prowler. Huh. That was the city that looked just gruesome, and hell was you know turning unleashed because there was no Spider-Man. There was just the Prowler. No, 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 not not, not like that. Like so, the way that Oscar Isaac Spider-Man talks about it, it's like um, Doctor Strange kind of explaining how you know the, the universe would turn inside out on itself. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so they show one of the universes where, like, you just see, like, a wave of things coming for and just depleting the, the whole planet because they saved a, oh, the time time anomaly or something like that, like, the event that occurs in every single universe. And But, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's like... Could Miles go and tell his dad not to become chief in order for him to save him? Because if he's not chief, he's not the one that needs to die. Yep. You know, there's multiple ways that he could go about this, but of course, it's a comic book and they, they want conflict. So See, that, that's probably not the. If you had to fantasy book the third one, does he get to save his dad or, or do you think there's going to be some tears shed? If they want to stay. 
his dad will probably sacrifice himself to save Miles, even though Miles is Spider-Man. Just like Uncle Ben, just like everything. Because to we, haven't had, we haven't had one of those deaths yet in, in one of these movies. Yeah. No. Um, we thought we had one with Peter, but he's still alive. The the Peter Parker. Um, but if we look at everything else, there, there's always that death, regardless. Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, Toby. Um, I, I just feel like it's, it's inevitable because to stay canon canonically correct um i think the his dad has to go because then everything else his dad dies but again that's what they're trying to defer from is that he can save everybody yeah so right now beyond the spider-verse is expected march 29 2024 is that what they said uh yeah that's that's it's on it's in post-production right now on imdb and it's, it's saying expected March 29th, 2024. So. so we could probably see a trailer for this. That's Labor Day weekend? No. I say they're going to save the trailer, the teaser for uh, the Marvels. So people go see the Marvels. But this is not Marvel. This is right. Sony. But I mean, I still think you'll you'll get the trailer though, just like you get the trailer for, you know, all the other superhero movies when you go watch Spider Verse. Yeah. Who knows? What better? Yeah. But they don't. They don't. You're you're right though. They don't really do that anymore now. Nowadays, the trailer just gets leaked online. They don't save the trailer for a movie anymore. I don't think they do. So, no. um, um, I, but I mean, if, if you, if they honestly feel like this movie is doing the numbers that they believe it should be doing, I think you see something during a primetime game that Labor Day weekend, if it's coming out in March, maybe, you know, maybe even save it for the national championship in January, because then you could have January trailer, February trailer, February end of the month trailer movie in March. You know what I mean? Because um, you said March 2024? March 29th, yep, 2024. Yeah. I mean, that, that sounds like it lines up. Maybe you have a teaser middle of the football season or something. But uh, what are some favorite scenes for you? What would you, what'd you favorite, enjoy about this? Favorite, favorite scenes for me that I enjoyed. Um, I enjoyed, obviously, the scene where they explained to him that, hey, you know, that they put him in the blockade and they tell him that his dad has to die. And then he uses his electronic force field fingers to break out. Um, I thought the first 15 minutes of the Gwen Stacy story and then boom, the title card pops up like so late into the movie. I thought that yeah. was genius. That's, that's so old school. They don't do that anymore in a lot of movies. Um, uh, I enjoyed the escape scene where they tell you, you know, you got to catch the Spider-Man and he's on his way out. Um, the barbecue scene where the parents meet Gwen for the first time was yeah. was, was pretty fun. Um, and then, you know, just that ending where he is in that miserable city. He can tell something's up. The score hits. It's dark. It's rainy. And then he sees himself it's it's pretty it's pretty fun 
You know, what What I wish they would have done is Spider-Man has a spider sense, you know, and, and, and maybe I'm just trying to think too far into being accurate with a Spider-Man character. But don't you think that, well, no, because if he is bitten by the spider, his body probably does feel like he is in the right universe because his spider senses directly stem from that spider. So maybe I was thinking too far of it. No, no, no. I, I, see, I see what you're saying. You're, you're saying he his spider, his spider sense should have been off tingle. all the way back to the first one, right? No, I'm saying his spider senses. I was thinking his spider senses should have tingled as soon as he went to that new planet. He should have knew something was up. Oh yeah, that's true. No, that's that's a good bring up. That's that's technically a. But, but then you know, technically he is part of two worlds. The spiders from this world. He's from that world. So. Theoretically, nothing should have felt off well, about those worlds. Let's, let's face it, though. If we're going to get real nitpicky in all these movies that they've ever put out, the spider sense is always one of those that, okay, how can that happen in this eye. scene but not yeah. this scene? So I get that. Yeah. What about you? What are some of your favorite scenes? Um, I enjoy the scenes where he's really struggling to tell his parents who he is because he doesn't – he doesn't want to face rejection or or hatred or feel like, um, you know, he feels like he's doing something wrong, even though he knows that he's doing it for the right things. Because when Stacy comes across the Spider Gwen comes across that with her dad, you know, he is trying to uphold the law. He feels like she isn't a part of the law, and so you know there is that conflict. So you you kind of it builds that tension for Spider for Miles's reveal to his parents. And I think all those confrontations are, um, you know, it's good because you never know what's going to be said or what's going to happen until you talk about it. And that's why you do need to talk about it. Um, so those, I enjoyed every single, the, the, the character building of the different Spider-Mans, the one from the bike, um, the punk Spider-Man. That was a good one. From the UK, Scarlet Spider, where he's like super buff, but he's very sensitive. Um, the the Cowboy Spider-Man, just seeing them with actual different characteristics instead of it being a carbon copy from Spider-Man. Spider universe. It, yeah. it, it's it's a nice brush of fresh air. They put in different. They put in some thought into the movie, the characters, how they were going to build it, um, yeah. and then. Uh, the end when they build it up and he's, you know, he kind of puts his finger on the chain and the electricity starts. It, it builds up for something to be, you know, if that's where part two is picking up off of, and it's another two hour movie, how much more of that do we have? You know what I mean? Like that's, that's something you also have to think about. So, but those are my favorite scenes. Um, star rating, man, one out of 10. Uh, I'll let you, I'll go first. I'll knock it out real quick. Um, I'm going to give this movie an 8. Um, I do want to go back and rewatch it. And uh, I don't know if I'll rewatch it in the theater, but I definitely probably will check it out once it hits home video. And uh, I'm sure I'm going to enjoy it just, you know, that much more. It also didn't help any that my theater had, like, a bunch of kids run around me in the front, a bunch of kids run around me in the back. Oh, yeah. So I, I, it was one of those kind of theaters. So I'm, I'm sure yeah. that didn't help out either. Yeah, but I'm sticking oh, with with an, with an eight right now. I know I said 
Marvel doesn't get any more free passes a couple of weeks ago. Um, but I thoroughly believe in the vision of these films. I thoroughly believe that what they're doing is about as good of justice as you can do for these films and what they're trying to accomplish. The score is amazing. It has been in both movies. The storytelling, the character development. Like, yeah, the movie felt a little long, but at the same time, I wasn't like, it needs to be over. No, right. Yeah, you know, it's just like, the more you can give me, the more I was absorbing. It was just, I was just like, man, this is a long movie. I wasn't expecting it to be this long. That's a 10 for me. I, I, this is probably these two Spider-Mans now that I've kind of rewatched the first one and went and saw this one. There's not much wrong with them, if anything. Um, and uh, just 10. Like, I, it's, it's, they're like top four in Marvel movies for me. You know, if I added in like DC and whatnot, they may be a little bit lower, but he's about as solid as you can get for Spider-Man. I think they beat all of the Tom Hollands. Um, the last one was really only good because of nostalgia reasons. Yeah. And because they were pushing into the multiverse, but this one's pushing into the multiverse way better than that one did. True. So if you're trying to compare apples to apples into the across the Spider-Verse is better than anything Tom Holland's, but I'll, I'll put it that way. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's a good, that's a good review. That's a good, uh, that's a good explanation. Um, if anybody wants to send out their star ratings for Across the Spider-Verse, uh, let us know and send in the emails, and we'll share them on our next episode next Tuesday, June 13th, ET. Um, By Tuesday. Uh, for some unforeseen reasons, we are going to be switching to Tuesdays starting uh, hopefully next week. Um I think it just fits better for a lot of people's schedules right now. Um, you know, everybody's so tied up on the weekend, and then boom, you have the start of the, the Monday for everybody. And I know we've done Mondays for the last f almost five years. Um, but you know what? With all these brand new movies coming out. Um, it's, it's hard to the, see it in three days. Yeah. It's also like, and we, we don't want to wait a whole week or two to review to you know to review a brand new movie that everybody wants to hear us talk about um so i think pushing it just one more day to tuesday gives everybody maybe that monday or that late sunday to go see it um so we'll, we'll, we'll look at this and see if that works um but we're talking about et uh next tuesday all the movies craig that we picked on uh movies that we should have talked about already um, I'm going to take some of yours, some of mine, some of Zach's, and we're going to sprinkle them into these next few months. So, And we'll start that with E.T. next Tuesday, June 13th. So, uh, any hope for this Transformers movie this week? I really want to go see it, but I again, I don't know the length. Um, there, are some, there, are some, there are some horror movies out there. I want to go see The Boogeyman. It has been some months since I went and seen something scary in a movie theater. So I want to go see something like that. Um, I think Transformers is probably going to be like 220, 230. Transformers if, is 216. Oof. 
I don't. I just heard so many bad things about it already. I heard that it's just a, a chopped up mess. I don't know. I, I think that'll be something that I might want to buy and just sit at home and enjoy watching it on, on that table. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, um, I don't know how much truth there is to this, but I think Fast X is already out on streaming, if not pretty soon. Oh, Michelle, um, Ye Michelle Yeoh's in Rise of the Beast. Right of the Beast. Nice. Um, oh, so this is a 90s movie. So this is following Bumblebee. Yeah. Bumblebee was in the 80s. This is going to be in the 90s. So this is still all before Shia LaBeouf's movies. Yeah. Do you think there's ever any callback to, to those movies? Do you think there's going to be any kind of callback? Or do you think those? You think he's done with that franchise? Shia LaBeouf? Yeah. Hollywood's weird, man. Hollywood is weird. You you can be put on a you you could be the best actor in the world, do something wrong, and be put on a blacklist and be out of movies for ten years, and completely miss the window for what you wanted to do. You you understand? Like yeah. it's it's just weird. They they the way that they go and do things. Um, I don't know if they ever do. Um, if they do, I think it'll be some sort of indiana jones thing where it's 20 years later and he's the dad and he has a kid and it follows him because he's another witwicky and uh, yeah it's just weird um speaking of going and seeing different things you have a daughter did you guys go see the little mermaid Any i did not um, it's pretty good it just bombed in the theater yeah uh, imdb is giving it like an eight right now i'm gonna be honest with you I don't really like any of the live action movies that Disney's done. Like, I, I trashed on Lion King. I think I trashed on Mulan. Yeah, it's 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 not because of what's in the Little Mermaid. Like Disney's just, in my opinion, I would much rather just watch the original. It's a cartoon. That's what I grew up on. There's no. It's just. It, it probably is really good. I just I have no desire to see it until it's out on streaming. I hear that. Um, so Plus, the bird can swim. Like the bird's underwater. Uh, I think I'm seeing ninety four percent on Fandango and fifty one percent on Google for Transformers for Little Mermaid. Oh, I mean, like when I heard the the trailer for her doing. Um, part of that world or whatever like it, it sounded amazing i just disney and their live actions have not hit with me pete davidson's in rise of the beast that's funny he'll probably be some high dude that sees it go by and he's like there's no way man um indiana jones is gonna bomb you know what? I, I yeah. I, I think it's well. I don't think it's gonna bomb. I think it's gonna make money, but I think it's It'll gonna be really. Uh, yeah, I think it's gonna make money and have bad reviews. Um, those are some early hearings, also of a uh, mixed. You know, in, in a few weeks we have a day of reckoning, um, Mission Impossible coming out. So is that in July or is that June? That's July. I'm ready for that one. I'm so that. July is gonna be pretty 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 busy month. Um, did you ever go see Evil Dead Rise? I did not. No. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mission Impossible's July twelfth. 
and it's two hours and 40 minutes. Hey, I'm ready for that. I'll, I'll be ready for that. But, uh, but, but that's going to do it for us here today. We'll, uh, we'll see everybody next Tuesday, June 13th for ET. Um, and then the week after that will be the flash. And then we're going to end the month with Wally, the, uh, 20th and or the 10th anniversary. Real quick. Uh, I know, I know we said we're done, but blue beetle, any interest in seeing that? It looks, it looks like Beetleborgs on steroids. Like if Beetleborgs had a budget. The only reason I think there's no interest in it is because I don't think the story's going anywhere. That's the last movie before Aquaman. You know, the Flash is supposed to reset everything. I don't think they're. I don't even think they're going to touch it. It, it just depends, you know. When does Blue Beetle come out? And honestly, it has to come out after. Yeah. So I mean, honestly, if, if we see what happens in the Flash, that movie might bomb, just because people are going to be like. If it's not a part of Flash or the, that universe anymore, I don't I don't need to see it. I have no interest in seeing Aquaman. I have no interest in seeing the Marvels, Blue Beetle. I have no interest. I think they're going to be fun first-time watches, and I think the only way you can give them a chance is if you don't compare them to being in any kind of universe. I think Blue Beetle is going to make some money because it'll be the first Latin hispanic dc character so i think lopez yeah um he's not a floating head in it is he no um i think it'll be i think it'll be i think it'll make some money it'll be it'll probably be a good one-time watch kind of like shazam i think there's going to be like a lot of comic uh comedic relief in it it looks it looks promising i just don't know how it's going to deliver and i I, i'm i don't want to be disappointed you know what i mean like there's that false hope that i have that it can be good like yeah. I mean, it'll be it'll be one of those movies like you're like uh in three months I can watch it on Max, and you know if if I watch it on Max and I'm disappointed that's one thing but if I watch it in theaters and I'm disappointed I think my hatred for the movie might supersede anything, like there's no coming back from a movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, in the sure. So so, all right, man. Just a good review, good movie, good talk. Uh, are you joining us next week? You excited for ET? Is it'll be is it gonna be a first time full watch? It's been so. I don't know if I've ever watched ET full, like fully. I think I have, but I'm not sure. Um, those of you can check out ET. I believe you can rent it on any kind of streaming for. Um, just a few. Uh, few bucks. A few bucks. Um, it is on my Voodoo, Craig. So go ahead and watch it up, and uh, that's what we'll be talking about next Tuesday. Uh, June 13th. So until then, guys, go check out Spider Man and send us those reviews. C I N E M E N 921 at gmail.com. And we'll talk to you right here next week on a new episode of the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. Later.